0: Two, one. Seven things you probably didn't know, you need to know. I'm Jamie Easton this, this is The Smart set. Good morning everybody, it's Thursday the 18th of February and it's National Battery Day. And a big happy birthday to Yoko Ono, Gary Neville, John Travolta, Dr. Dre and Molly Ringwald. There were 12,718 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday and a further 738 deaths, with vaccinations now given to almost 24% of the population. A new study shows that infection levels have dropped across the UK, returning to the levels seen in September. Boris was out and about at a vaccination centre in Wales and he was trying to calm the speculation about what will be in the government's new roadmap, which is due to be revealed on Monday. I know there's, an, there's a lot of uh, understandable uh, speculation in the, in the papers and people are, are coming up with theories about what uh, we're going to do and what we're going to say and about rates of infection and, and so on. I would just advise everybody... Uh, Just wait, you know, we'll try and say as much as we can on Monday. And even Labour's Shadow Health Secretary, Jonathan Ashworth, was backing Boris when it comes to looking at data rather than dates. Well, look, this has to be the last lockdown. And actually, for some time now, I've been saying we should be driven by the data, not dates. So I think Boris Johnson is correct to say that. We've got to proceed with caution because, yes, infection rates are coming down. Hospitalisations are coming down but they're still quite high. A new report recommends additional symptoms should be added for COVID-19, including fatigue, headache, diarrhoea and a sore throat. Meanwhile, the House of Commons Science and Technology Committee heard from medical experts on the risks of ending lockdown too soon and whether we came out of the last lockdown too quickly. Professor Dame Angela McLean is Chief Scientific Advisor at the Ministry of Defence. With hindsight, uh, we came out of the November lockdown too early, but, but that was really because of the new variants. So I, I, think, I think that's, I hate to say, that, that would have been very difficult to foresee. And Professor Sir John Bell had no time for those who compare the UK to New Zealand in terms of a zero-Covid approach.
1: The UK is not New Zealand.
0: So everybody says, ah, New Zealand, New Zealand, it's all terrific. But as I pointed out before uh, on the media, they've got quite a lot of sheep in New Zealand. And uh, they're a million miles from anywhere. And it's a lot easier if you want to put up border controls in New Zealand than it is here. Donald Trump reappeared in the news yesterday as his abandoned Atlantic City casino was blown up. and he called into Fox News ostensibly to mourn the passing of right-wing talk show host Rush Limbaugh, but it didn't take long for him to get back to the usual election rounds. Well, Rush thought we won. Uh, So do I, by the way. Uh, I I think we won substantially. Uh, And uh, Rush thought we won, and uh, he thought it was over at 10 o'clock, 10.30, it was over. And a lot of other people feel that way too, but Rush felt that way strongly, and uh, many people do. Meanwhile, Vice President Kamala Harris was on NBC's Today Show, where host Savannah Guthrie put her under pressure to answer whether or not Donald should be criminally charged for incitement after his impeachment acquittal. You know, right now, Savannah, I'm focused on what we need to do to get relief to American families. But you're a former prosecutor, so i got to ask you, is that a strong case against the president, a criminal case that Mitch McConnell had raised as a possibility? I haven't reviewed the case through the lens of being a prosecutor. I'm reviewing the case of COVID in America through the lens of being the vice president. As speculation mounts about the government's roadmap to reopening, there's no sign of pubs being opened anytime soon, at least not in the normal way. And former model Jodie Kidd, who now owns the Half Moon pub in Curdford, West Sussex, says things are pretty desperate for landlords. i bought my pub about four years ago and um and it's a lot of love a lot of sweat and tears have gone into it and so you know we're desperate to keep it open we're desperate not to be one of those um you know one of the sad statistics of closing our doors still to come in the smart seven steamy sex scenes in bridgerton and disney plus launches a new channel Last night saw two games in the Premier League. Fulham drew one all with Burnley and Man City travelled to Everton and came away 3-1 winners. They're now 10 points clear at the top of the Premier League table and that was their 12th Premier League win in a row. Man City boss Pep Guardiola was tired, but happy. Real tough game. Pitch in uh, not perfect conditions due to the, the, the you know, the, the winter time and it's so physical as a team. Uh, difficult to get with our wingers, so... But uh, yeah, solid performance. So the guys run like uh, like uh, like the way we have to do. And uh, yeah, another three points for the rest of the sporting action, including Champions League and more shocks from the Australian Open. Check out our daily sports news podcast, The Sports Seven. This year's breakout star has been British Zimbabwean actor reggae John Page, who set the screen on fire as the Duke of Hastings in Bridgerton. He's due to host Saturday Night Live this weekend and has now signed up to star in a new Dungeons and Dragons movie. Bridgerton had quite a few steamy sex scenes. And Graeme Norton wanted to know if he had to warn the family before they appeared on screen. I mean, we've got a family WhatsApp group. So there's a couple of, you know, flashing red light emojis and the odd peach emoji. Um, certain people are threatened to rate my peach. they like a couple of cousins missed the memo. Um, and so they're watching the show and I got a very stern message in my, in my Instagram DMs, i enough. Just going, I, there really needs to be a cousin warming. I had to make so many tactical cups of tea. And I left the room and made my tactical cup of tea and came back and you were still going. Disney Plus announced more details yesterday for their new Star Channel, which is going to be part of the streaming service from February the 23rd. It's got new original shows, including Big Sky from David E. Kelly, films, and some classic series like Family Guy, Ugly Betty, and The Golden Girls. Mr. Barb Reynolds. I hope so, otherwise, I got the wrong underwear on. He's the roommate you told me about? Yeah. Which one's a slut? It does mean a monthly price rise, though, with the cost going from 5 99 to 7 They're also introducing parental controls, so you won't walk in to find your 10-year-old watching lost. We have to go back, Kate. We have to go back! This has been The Smart 7. If you're listening on Spotify, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow at 7. Please like and subscribe everywhere or enable our skill on Alexa.